Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are here for another one, and I am super excited to be with you for another episode of One on One, episode 79 here of One on One on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Uh, and it is a gorgeous Thursday. We got Thursday night football coming at you. That's a little too high. We got Thursday night football coming at you, and we are very excited for Thursday night football. We've got the the in my opinion maybe the worst team in football taking on the best team in football uh so and and at least that's the way it's been looking in our power rankings over the last you know couple of weeks so you know that's kind of been the vibe of the power rankings that's kind of where we've been the eagles have been kind of riding high on the top and the texans have been kind of teetering at the bottom there but with all that being said they go at it tonight uh in houston so it should be uh, definitely an interesting game. The question at hand really is: Can Houston pull off the upset? That's what it really comes down to. If Houston pull off the up, up that pulls off the upset, I mean, what a night it will be, uh, you know, for you know this team. I mean, if they if they can get that, that would be the you know the the pudding. I guess I don't want to say the pudding on the cup because that makes no sense. Uh, but that would definitely be the icing on the cake, I should say. And really kind of help this, you know, kind of help this team out. So that's that's kind of what we're going to see if Houston can go in there and uh, and get that dub tonight. Or, you know, we will see another um, Eagles victory and they move to 8-0. and but With all that being said, not going to bore you with a lot of beginning talk, as I like to say. We're going to get into our recap of last week and then give you the power rankings for this week. And we got a new segment. Added on to the finale, which we will talk about when that time comes. But with that being said, let's take a look in the last week and check out the power rankings for week eight. Week eight was um, another interesting week uh, in the NFL. Some big games, uh, some some games that uh, probably people knew from the beginning what the outcome were going to be and kind of just went that way. Uh, <laughs> Packers, Bills. But I guess I'll get all, into all of that a little bit later uh, today. But let's get into that first. Let's get with the bottom here. So the bottom from last week, we had Texans. Then we had the Lions, the Panthers, the Broncos, the Browns, Steelers, Saints, Jaguars, Raiders, Patriots, Bears, and Buccaneers. That was the bottom last week. There's a little bit of change. We'll get to that. Next, we got the outside looking in. Packers. (laughs) Packers, uh, Commanders, Falcons, Cardinals, 49ers, Colts, Rams, Chargers, Seahawks. Look at the Seahawks at 12. Uh, And and then the Dolphins at 11. And then in the top 10, we had the Bengals, the Ravens, the Texans, the Jets, the Cowboys, Chiefs, 
Giants, Vikings, Bills, and of course, at number one, we had the Philadelphia Eagles last week. And this is what makes, you know, back-to-back weeks, our player of the week, something crazy happened with him. Last week, we had Matt Ryan in at the, you know, player of the week. And then, you know, what happens? Oh, Matt Ryan, well, guess what? He loses his starting job. Uh, and he, and he's, he's, no, he's not starting no more in, in, in Indianapolis. Craziness, right? Nick Foles is the backup now, and Matt Ryan's third on the depth chart. Go, go figure. Uh, and then this, this past one, Raquan Smith, formerly, I have to say, of the Chicago Bears, uh, is now a Baltimore Raven. So that happened. Uh, but those were our players of the week, Joe Burrow and Raquan Smith from last week. Then, of course, we had our MVP candidates, Allen Hurts, Barkley, Mahomes, and Jefferson. Slight change in that this week. Maybe a little bit of a surprising one, but I think this person deserves their flowers, so we will when that time comes. Then, of course, last week's game, the Ravens and the Bucks. Thank God for the Ravens. They moved me to five and three. It was it was getting a little close, getting a little scary, but five and three on Thursday nights. The score was final score was 27-22. I had 23, uh, 22. At one point before the end of that game, the score was 24 to 16. So I was knocking right on the door, but just couldn't get it going, you know, uh, in my favor. But you know, hey, that's okay. That's all right. That's all right. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get ourselves into the week nine power rankings. We got another fun one for you this week, and I hope you enjoy it. But of course, you know, as always, we start off with the bottom. All right, so the bottom team here in week nine of the power rankings, the bottom team, bottom team, unfortunately, they play tonight, and the bottom team is the Houston Texans. Uh, You know, Houston had a, a, you know, they a pretty – tough game against the tech uh the titans last week titans ended up winning uh 17 to 10 the worst part about that game he's like oh well the game was close yeah it was close but they got beat up on by derrick henry the entire day 32 carries 219 yards for derrick henry and two touchdowns just just bulldozing on this texans team it, it was it was a little rough but the texans moved to five or one five and one and for me they are still the worst team in the nfl uh you know I just, you know, I, it's it's sad because, like I was telling you, you know, in prior episodes, they just don't have that 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 experience. I think, uh, you know, the, the veteran leadership that they need to really take it to the next level. A lot of young guys, Mill, Mills uh, Davis, who is, you know, this is his pretty much, in my opinion, this is his shot. Like, if he doesn't like outperform or just woo over the Houston Texans, guess what? The Houston Texans are going to get one of those young studs at quarterback heading into next year's uh, draft in 23. So just just watch out for that. Uh, so, um, you know, Davis Mills, hoping he can get that thing together. If not, you know, we'll see another quarterback in Houston next year. At 31, we got the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, one in six. Um, another tough go uh, for the Lions. Just, uh, just another tough go. Uh, they were in the game. It was very competitive. Once again, another competitive game by Dan Campbell's team. And I said this at the beginning of the season. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be in the mix. They're going to fight. They're one and six. And I feel bad because I feel like their record doesn't show how good of a team they can be. Uh, they just have a lot of fight in them. And unfortunately, the Dolphins right now, and five and oh, when two is starting, five and oh, when two is um, starting and finishing the game. Uh, so the Dolphins are now five and three, and they're cruising. Uh, they're they're back on track now. The Tua is back. 
uh, and you know, just look like a different team. And then let's talk about all the moves that that Dolphins made on Tuesday. Oh my goodness, they they, they made moves at the moves. Bring in Bradley Chubb, you get better. You bring in Jeff uh, Wilson, they've been coming in and helping more sets. So you get a guy who knows that 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 McDaniel's and knows that McDaniel's uh system. So watch out, watch out for the Dolphins, man. They're not playing games in these streets. Uh, number 30, we got the Carolina Panthers. Carolina had an amazing game. Amazing game, ladies and gentlemen, with the uh, Atlanta Falcons. That was, And the crazy thing about that game, that game was for the lead in the NFC South, and it was every bit of a great game. Probably, in my opinion, the game of the week. It was back and forth. It was entertaining. It went into overtime. Just when you thought the game was over, things just, you know, it just, it's, it's just crazy how things went in that contest. 37-34, Falcons win, but P.J. Walker showed off. You know, he's showing why Steve Wilkes made him the starter. Uh, Deontay um, Foreman had a good game, 26 carries for 118 yards and three touchdowns. D.J. Moore starting to break back out, uh, six receptions for 152 yards. They look like a different team with P.J. Walker at quarterback and with different leadership now. That's all I'm saying. That I, Carolina really did impress me. They had a chance to have the division lead if they had won that contest. But, you know, the Falcons were able to prevail. But kudos to the Panthers. At 29, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <sighs> Tough game for Pittsburgh. They took on the Eagles. It was not pretty. Jalen Hurts had a solid day. The 19 for 28, 285 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Miles Sanders came in with nine carries and 78 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown had six receptions, 156 yards and three touchdowns. And it just wasn't a good day for the Steelers. You know, they're at 29. Um, they're rebuilding, man. I, I hate to say this, but we're going to see – I think we're going to see Mike Tomlin's first losing season as a head coach for, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers or just as a head coach in general. It's it's going to be a sad day because he's never had a losing season while he's in Pittsburgh. He's been there since 2000 and I think it was six or seven. So he's been there for 14 years and never had a losing season, which is impressive. So tough one at 28, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jacksonville battled across the pond against the Broncos. And they, it was a, it was a tight game all the way in the end, but I hate to say this. I'm starting to see Trevor Lawrence regress. And I hope, that that changes because at the beginning of the season, I felt really positive about this team and things have started to just slide back and it's looking like, you know, the good old Jaguars, you know, Uh, and crazy thing about it is the way that division is, they're not in bad shape. (laughs) That division is, is, is rough. Now the Titans are starting to pull away now, which is not what the Jaguars or anybody else in that division needs. The Titans are starting to get back on the right track and they're starting to move ahead. So if you're the Jaguars, you got to watch out for that. At 27, you got the Las Vegas Raiders. Another rough week for the Raiders. I, I told you I'm going to stop picking them. I picked them last week thinking, you know, the Saints are down on their luck. Then Alvin Kamara said, nah, bro, you must be tripping. And then and then they he scores three touchdowns. And good for my fantasy team, by the way. Good for my fantasy team, by the way, uh, with the three touchdowns. So thank you, Alvin. Uh, but they went 24, um, they lose 24 to nothing to the Saints. And this Raiders team is falling apart. And what is Josh McDaniels doing? We don't know, people. We just don't know. At 26, the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears had a really – all right, so in the beginning of this Cowboy game, I got to say it like this. It was kind of a it was a kind of a contest. It was 28 to 17 at the half. Dallas cranked it up in the second. Uh, you know, but, you know, Chicago kind of showed their youth uh, in that one. Uh, there was a, a crazy play where uh, – 
Fields had threw a pass, ball is fumbled, uh, picked up by the, one of the great defensive players in the league, Michael Parsons. And instead of touching him to make sure he was down, Justin Fields leaps over top of him. Michael Parsons realized, hey, I ain't been touched. And then he rumbles back for a touchdown. And just from that point on, it was just all Dallas. Dallas looked very impressive against that Bear team, putting up 49 points. They win uh, 49 to 29. The Bears are at 26. At 25, the Cardinals, another team that battled against a really good Vikings team who are now 6-1, and one, battled with this team, and it just didn't go their way. Uh, they had a couple chances uh, to win, but it just it just didn't come together. DeAndre Hopkins is back in his form, 12 receptions, 159 yards and a touchdown. Kyler Murray and him kind of look like they're back in their groove. Kyler Murray, 31 for 44, 326 yards and three touchdowns. You can start to see the Cardinals trying to figure that thing back out, but they're at 25 this week. At 24, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Boy, I I don't know, man. I it just it just looks different. And and I talked about Sometimes I feel like certain, you know, coordinators shouldn't be head coaches. And maybe it's not all Todd Boyle's fault, but the team just looks different. And maybe it's not all Todd Boyle's fault, but the team just looks different. You know, Brady finalized his divorce um, the day after the game. So, man, maybe once with a clear mind, things can get a little bit better for Tampa Bay. But they're struggling right now. They're one in three at home. That's something I didn't think I would see from this Tampa Bay team. They're at 24. At 23, and well-deserved at 23, the Green Bay Packers uh, finally making it to the bottom. And you probably was thinking, you was holding on tight. Nah, they deserve to be in the bottom. Uh, This week, I will say this about this game that just passed. I felt like first half, a little rough. Second half, they played really well. Defense started to show what we could see. Two young receivers for Green Bay showed up a little bit. Dobbs had a really good catch in the end zone. Uh, Torre had a, his first career touchdown towards the end. Bogus call against Tunyon on that pass in the friends. I'm not going to say that that would have been the all the all be all and maybe the Packers win that game, but it, it didn't help in the process. Uh, the Packers lose the Bills and the Packers are three and five and they're 23 on this countdown. At 22, we got the the Broncos getting back on um, the winning trail. They did beat the Jaguars. We talked about that. They went 21 to 17 across the pond and, and as <laughs> as Russell Wilson was at Broncos country. You know, he, I, Russell Wilson is doing the most. I, I just got to say that. If you just go back and just watch some of the things lately, I, I don't know what. He just looks different. A lot of people say he's the celebrity has gotten to him. He just looks like a different person. He's not the Russell Wilson that a lot of people fall in love with. It's it's a little different, but it, by all means. Uh, at 21, we got the, the Browns. The Browns, impressive victory over the Bengals. I don't think nobody picked the Browns to beat the Bengals in that game on Monday night, but 32 to 13 Chubb, 23 uh, carries for 101 yards. Amari Cooper, five receptions for 131 yards. Jacoby Brissett, 17 for 22, taking care of the ball, 278 yards and a touchdown. I mean, watch out for the Browns. Okay. I mean, I didn't see it coming that way, but Hey, by all means. All right, everybody. So that was our bottom uh, heading into week nine. And now it is time for, the outside looking in. All right, this week in the outside looking in, uh, at number 20, we got the Saints, three and five, a very impressive victory over the Raiders. Uh, they've been kind of back and forth this year. Uh, and we this this league this year, pretty much I'll say from, whew, probably from like, uh, we'll say from like number eight 
on this on this power ranking all the way up to about 25 ish i feel like this thing can still go anyway it's just really tight the parity in the league is a little bit different this year it's a little tight things have been just a little bit weird but the saints got a, a nice win there was a lot of trade rumors at the beginning of last week saying that alvin kamara was on the trading block i heard the bill's name popped in there uh, that would have happened god forbid because buffalo would be winning the super bowl and i would be unless somebody else got hurt it would be the only reason why they wouldn't win the super bowl in my opinion but by all means saints are at number 20 they're three and five and number 19 the colts uh sam elegant new starting quarterback you know game just didn't go well against the commanders commanders uh win that one 17 uh to 16 commanders now 15 uh on our power rankings they on a three-game winning streak so much love to the commanders left hands up who are we (laughs) the commanders i'm sorry it's a little catchy it's a little catchy but the colts went into that game had a chance they were up 16 to 7 and then the commanders came back and and taylor heineke and and terry mclaurin just doing their doing their thing man they, they've got good chemistry and they were able to pull off the victory but now that pushes the colts under 500 for the first time in a couple of weeks so right now the colts are three four and one they're at number 19 and number 18 the los angeles rams the rams Losing the 49ers like they kind of always do in the regular season. They lost 31 to 14. Christian McCaffrey went off. Christian McCaffrey looks good. 18 carries for 94 yards and a, a rushing touchdown. He also threw for a touchdown. And he also he ran for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and he threw for a touchdown. So first time that's happened since 2005. So, so if you're thinking that it was a trade worth it, it seems to be worth it. So 49ers are 13 on this power ranking and a big win for them. Rams 18 at 17, the Bengals, like we talked about tough loss to the Browns. The they're still the Bengals. We're going to see what they they're trying to still figure this thing out this year. They're four and four. They're middle of the pack. I still feel they're a better team than what we've been seeing. Chase um, Jamar chase is down. So we're still waiting to see what the deal is with that. He's going to be out for a while with the hip injury, but you know, see if that if Higgins and boy can kind of fill that role here. Didn't go so well for in this game on Monday night, but we'll see. At 16, the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are a team that, uh, you know, they're still trying to feel their way. They were on a bye this week, so we'll see if they can kind of get that thing together uh, going into next week. They did lose to Seattle last week, so they're at 16 this week. At 15, we talked about the Commanders. Great job by the Commanders getting their win. They take on uh, the, the second-best team in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings, this week. I'll be at the game, covering the game for Bowie TV, so – Intrigued to see how that bad boy goes. See if the commanders can win a fourth straight game. F14, the Patriots. The Patriots are bouncing back. They were one and three at one point in this season, ladies and gentlemen. And now they are three. They won three out of their last four. They're four and four back at 500, winning that game against the Jets, a Jets team that a lot of people picked to win it, including myself. Now, the Jets are at 11 this week. You know, I, y'all know how I do the power rankings. I don't want to hear this. Wait a minute. They beat them. I understand they beat them but I do it based off of how the records are. So you can yell at me by all means, but that's my strategy. That's how I do. You can only beat the team that's put in front of you. So, all right. So <laughs> now that I got the disclaimer out the way, uh, we got the Patriots at 14, 13, of course, the 49ers at 12, the Falcons. We talked about their crazy game with the Panthers and they were able to pull it off in the end, uh, 37 to 34, but the Falcons are creeping up, man. They're trying to creep into that top 10. They're at number 12 right now on the outside looking in. 
And at 11, we got the New York football Jets. Rough week for the Jets after going on a nice little streak. Uh, they lose a tough one to the Patriots. The Patriots, excuse me, they just can't get over that Patriot hump. It just, you know, no matter who's the quarterback there, whatever the situation, they just can't get over that hump. So maybe they'll figure it out eventually. That is the outside looking in. All right, so outside looking in, looking pretty good, y'all. And now it is time for the top 10. Are you ready for the top 10? Because I am. Now we're going to head to the top 10. Top 10 this week, a new entry. Look at that. The Seattle Seahawks, ladies and gentlemen, number 10 on this countdown. Right there, sitting there, all beautifully done. Congratulations, Seahawks. You're in there. You're at number 10 in the power rankings right there. And as much deserved. Uh, This Seahawks team continues to impress. When a lot of people, including myself, said, no, nah, man, they're, they're not ready yet. I did pick them last week, though. So thank you for making me look good against the Giants team who lost their first game in a little bit. Uh, so thank you, Seahawks. Appreciate you for making me look good. They're at five and three. They're at number 10 on the countdown. At number nine, the Miami Dolphins. Two straight victories. Two is back. That's all that needs to be said. Miami's at nine. Watch out for the Dolphins. At eight. We got the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, tough win against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. They're five and three, three and one on the road, three and one on the road. So good, good deal there for the Ravens. They're, they're a tough team to beat, and they're starting to become a little bit of road warriors out there. So much love to the Ravens. They're at number eight. At number seven, the New York football Giants. Still going to give the Giants the love. They've been working hard all season. They've been kind of doing their thing. Uh, you know, tough loss last week. They had some struggles. Uh, you know, Danny Dimes didn't have the greatest game. But, you know, this team is still uh, in the mix in that division. Not a great game for Saquon Barkley. Still kind of getting his – trying to get his thing together. Uh, I really thought the Giants were going to go to get themselves a receiver, um, just like I thought the Packers were, uh, at the trade deadline, and that just didn't happen. But there is talk that OBJ could be returning back to New York. We'll see if that reunion happens in the next couple of weeks. At number six, the Tennessee Titans. Titans started off 0-2, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, they started off 0-2, and people said, man, this, you know, including me, said, man, this team is looking rough. But no, not anymore. The Titans, five straight wins, and they are cooking. Watch out for the Titans. This is what they did last year in the middle of the season and somehow snuck and became the one seed. Uh, losing in the first round of the Bengals, but this is exactly what they did last year, minus Derrick Henry last year. And they got him back this year, and he's starting to look like Derrick Henry of old. So we got the Titans at six. At five, the Dallas Cowboys move up one spot. They are number five on this count at six and two. I know Cowboys fans will be like, wait a minute, man. It should be at four. You know, the Chiefs didn't play. To cheat, we all know the Chiefs are still a better team. I don't care what the uh, the Dallas uh, Desperados or the Arlington Cowboys. I don't care what those fans are saying right now. They're a really good team. I love this Dallas team. They're going to beat Green Bay next week in Green Bay, and that's okay too. But at this current time, they're at number five. At number four, the Kansas City Chiefs. They were on the bye last week, but they're the Kansas City Chiefs. We got them at four. At three, the Minnesota Vikings, ladies and gentlemen. The Vikings, uh, an impressive victory over the Cardinals. They're still looking good. Uh, They picked up TJ Hawkinson on Tuesday. So they just got a little bit better. Just pick up TJ Hawkinson. They just got a little bit better. At two, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, impressive victory over the Packers. A little sloppy. A little sloppy in the second half. But nevertheless, they had done all the work they really needed. 
at the beginning of that game and the Jair Alexander and, and Stefan Diggs show was very fun. The trash talk was amazing, but uh, I felt like Jair probably should have calmed down a little bit because they still took that L in the end uh, Buffalo gets the dub and they are number two on the power rankings and number one on the power rankings for the third. Oh, excuse me for the fourth straight week. The Philadelphia Eagles are in there at seven and oh, they are number one in the power rankings. Now, I will say this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, about this. I, I've been seeing a lot of power rankings that have Buffalo at number one. And you know what? Talent wise, all the way around, they probably should be number one, but they do have an L on that on, on that record. And so for me, I'm gonna keep them at number two <laughs> until either the Eagles lose and they can catch up. We're gonna go from there. But I love what I've seen uh from uh, this Eagles team, and they look impressive. They're the best team in the league right now, and, and much love to them. All right, y'all, it is time to get to the finale and give you all of the good stuff. Our, 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 our new segment we got here, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the playoffs, all, all those good things. Of course, our players of the week. Let's head to the finale. All right, first things first in the finale, our players of the week. And for those players of the week, now, I, I really wanted to go A.J. Brown. He had a really impressive performance, but I thought that Derrick Henry deserved to be the offensive player of the week. 32 carries, 219 yards, two touchdowns, and a long of 41 and a 17-10 victory over Houston. This man carried the Titans on their back. No Ryan Tannehill. Malik Willis made his first official start uh, as, a, uh, as the QB. And so much love to Malik Willis getting his feet wet in the NFL. But thank goodness for Derrick Henry because he carried the load in that one. He is our offensive player of the week. Next one. This one's going to hurt a little bit because I like the guy, but he's now Vikings. So I got to like technically hate him uh, as a, as a Packers fan, but Zadarius Smith, seven tackles, three sacks against Arizona. He's our defensive player of the week. They, you know, that Minnesota team is really starting to click. Uh, congratulations to Smith getting that $5,000 bonus because he met his sack quota for the year. Touche, brother. Make that money. Make that money. Next, we got our NFL MVP candidates heading into week nine. That's right, people. That is not a typo you see at number five. That is Geno Smith. I think, ladies and gentlemen, the definition of an MVP is a guy that's the most valuable player of their team, and obviously, but in the league. And Geno Smith, which he probably won't win the MVP, definitely deserves either comeback player of the year or most improved player of the year if they have that award out there. Geno Smith has been very impressive. And when everybody thought, oh, man, you know, Russell Wilson, this is going to be terrible, including me. You know, I call myself out on that. Geno Smith came up. He stepped up. And we should have, you know, I'll be honest with you. We probably should have saw it last year when he stepped in for Russell. He had a couple of good games. So much love to Geno, man. He's at number five. At number four, Pat Mahomes. Okay. Took a week off, but he's at four. Barkley's at three. A little light week, but I still like what him and the Giants have done. Number two, Jalen Hurts, and number one, Josh Allen. I, you know, Hurts is getting close to Allen. It's just not there yet, but it's going to take one bad week to see if Hurts can hurdle Allen and take the number one spot as the NFL MVP. All right, y'all, our new segment. Boom, on the finale. Here are our power rankings. Uh, these are the playoff standings right now. Right now, if the playoffs started today on this beautiful Thursday, this is where it would be. The Bills are the one seed. All right, they, had, they would have the bye. The Titans would take on the Chargers. The Chargers would head on to Tennessee in a battle for the two and seven. You got the Chiefs 
uh, hosting the Dolphins. That'd be a very interesting match to see in Tariq Hill come back to Kansas City. And in the four and five seed, the Jets were in a rematch of uh, the beginning game of the season. But this time they would head to Baltimore uh, and to see if the Jets can and knock off Baltimore in Baltimore and stop, you know, Lamar Jackson from getting his first playoff win. In the NFC, the Eagles, number one seed right now, looking pretty. All right, number two, the Minnesota Vikings would host the San Francisco 49ers. That's a very dangerous game for the Vikings. Anybody that's got to face San Francisco in the playoffs, I promise you, as a, as a person that has it from experience, watch out because right? they will they will grind and find a way in the playoffs. So that would be a fun one. At, at the uh, three and six matchup, we just saw this matchup last week, Seahawks and Giants would be a, another interesting one back in Seattle see if Geno Smith can get his first career playoff victory and move the Seahawks on to the next round. Who knows? Who knows? And, and then we got the Falcons and the Cowboys from Atlanta. And that would actually be a game that I'd be very intrigued to see how that would happen in the playoff atmosphere. So that right now, ladies and gentlemen, is our playoff standings heading into week nine. Now let's look at something that makes me smile. Look at that record. Look at that record, ladies and gentlemen, look at it. It makes me so happy. 71 and 52 and one. Remember y'all, we started that season off at five, 10 and one. And and since then, since going five, ten, and one, we have went sixty-six and forty-two and one. I mean six of uh, fifty I can't get my words out. Sixty-six, <laughs> sixty-six and, and forty-two. And so we we've been really compiling the wins lately. Went nine and five last the week before last, went eleven and five this week. Probably would have been better, but look, I ain't complaining. Seventy-two. Uh, 71, 52, and 1. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. All right. Now, for tonight's game. Here it is. This is my prediction for tonight. I got the Eagles winning 34 to 10 over the Texans. If the Texans pull off the upset, you know, kudos to them. I just don't see that happening. If A.J. Brown and then the whole squad is healthy, eh, it's going to be a rough night here (laughs) in Houston. I got the Eagles 34 to 10. All right, now, this is for our winners for this week. Now, of course, we talked about the Eagles and and what I think this Eagles team uh, can do uh, this week. They got themselves a, a I don't want to say a light matchup, but it, it kind of is. <laughs> they, they got themselves a light matchup as they'll, they'll be taking on the Titans, I mean, excuse me, the Texans, and they should get the win in that one. The Chargers taking on the Falcons, I got the Falcons. The Bears taking on the Dolphins. Even though I like the way the Bears have been playing lately, the Dolphins have been on fire. I, I like what I've seen from the Dolphins. They, they'll win that one. They got the Bengals and the Panthers. The Bengals better watch out. The Bengals better watch out because the Panthers played extremely well last week, and they look a way more confident. Yes, they got six losses, but they look way more confident. I would not be surprised if the Panthers sneak this one against the Bengals because the Bengals have not been able to get this thing rolling technically the way they had it going last year there's another game you got to watch out for the upset i got the packers but the lions are itching for victory i mean itching for victory and it's getting close so you know we'll see we'll definitely see next we got the colts and the patriots i got the patriots winning that one they're starting to click now mac jones and crew see if they can keep things rolling I got the Bills over the Jets. I think the Jets uh, uh, needed that win against the Patriots last week to kind of have a little bit of a cushion because this is going to be a tough one against the Bills uh, at MetLife. 
I got the Vikings beating the Commanders, but I think the Commanders will give them a fight. Kirk Cousins returns in the town. That could be something to see. Raiders and Jaguars. Uh, I got the Raiders, and I probably shouldn't pick them. You know, I, I feel like I end up picking them every week because they, on paper, look like the better team, but it just doesn't happen, ladies and gentlemen. It just doesn't happen. Well, I'm going to pick them again this week, and I feel like Jaguar fans, you should smile. I got the Seahawks beating the Cardinals to move in 6-3 and three and continue their lead in the a- the NFC West. Then I got the Rams beating the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers season continues to fall by the wayside, unfortunately. Then I've got the Chiefs beating the Titans, which should be a good one from Arrowhead, a really good one from Arrowhead on Sunday Night Football. And then on Monday night, I got the Ravens beating the Saints in New Orleans. All right, everybody, that is it for this episode of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, it, it's it's another, um, another great Thursday, some more football. I hope everybody enjoys uh, the game tonight. I hope it's a good game, at least, you know, and maybe my score of 34 to 10 won't come true for those out there, but uh, it should be a um, at least an interesting game at that. But good luck uh, to everybody this week. I hope their team wins, unless you're a Lions fan. Unfortunately, I do not need that to happen. And, and just like I always say, if you get a chance, go out there and watch some football. If it's high school, if it's college, if it's pro, go out there, enjoy you some football, and, and have a great weekend. Once again, everybody, we'll be back next week for episode 80. Unfortunately, wasn't able to get Coach Rhodes in um, this week. And uh, he's getting ready for the season. So hopefully at some point during the season, maybe we can grab him and have him here on one-on-one. But nevertheless, you guys go ahead and enjoy some football this weekend. I know I will. I'll be at Commanders and Vikings to see how good this Vikings team really is on Sunday. Once again, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Until next time. Legacy Maker, the all-sports network. One, 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 one. One, one, one. Welcome to the one-on-one, one-on-one. When, when it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the school. If anybody got a question, I give them the